Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. This is episode one two eight. I am Justin, and I'm Shauna Wood. Hey, Shauna Wood, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. Good. Big shout out and thank you to everybody listening today. Yes, hope you're having a great day. Uh, thank you for joining us. Joining us, uh, we're having people all over the world listen, and that's pretty exciting. Yes. Very cool. So, what are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about the art of hospitality. Awesome. It is a lost art. <laughs> I agree. It is a dying art, I would it say. It is. And so we have just spent, the story is, we have just spent two days recording music and hanging out and eating delicious food and doing lots of talking. Our kids have been running around outside. Um, it's just been such a awesome, refreshing two days. I am exhausted because <laughs> we've been recording and doing lots of just fun stuff. Uh, we're making a CD for basically shut-ins. Um, what else are you going to say about that? Right. So I think getting to the hospitality part, the part that's been so great is that we have done that at your parents' house and they have a house that they just really enjoy entertaining and they enjoy practicing hospitality. And so it's the atmosphere is just great for going and hanging out. Yeah. And hospitality is a gift. It's a spiritual gift. It's definitely a gift. And some people are just really good at it. My mom and dad are just really good at hospitality. It just flows. And we're going to talk about that today. Um, but even if it's not your gift, like you can still practice <laughs> and you can still get better, you know? Right. And I think we're going to talk about this with COVID in mind and just people are really scared and fearful and that's understandable, but I think we still need to be connected with people in a way that's human. (laughs) Right. And that's what, you know, even as I've been, I had a couple just very small meeting with one or two people in business this last week, and I've realized how awkward anything social is these days. Like when I went in to meet someone for a cup of coffee, you know, initially I thought, well, I'm going to sit in the seat closest to her because that's how I normally would. But then as I was walking there, my brain was processing, that's not six feet away. You need to sit on the opposite side of the farthest seat that there is at the table, you know, and all of this weirdness. And it was like, I didn't know if I could hug her or shake her hand or if I was supposed to do like an elbow bump or I don't know. Like it's just, it's become... So awkward to interact with people now. Right. And like, I think we just need to say that's okay. Like, it's okay, but how can we still have that human interaction? And we're going to talk about today about just being about hospitality. And the problem is that we are isolated um, a lot in our minds. And we, I think most people don't want to offend the other person, especially that we care about. And right. we, we want to be like, do they wear a mask? Do they wear gloves? Do they wear whatever the checklist is? Do they stay? Do they shake? Do they, you know, what are the guidelines they follow? Like, we don't want to offend, especially people that we know and friends that we would call friends and hang out with before COVID. And now people are just more isolated and they have to, they need to be connected. And we need, we need to be connected. 
Right. And I think, you know, I mean, we know that there are a zillion studies that show that being connected with other humans is critical for mental and physical well-being. So we know that, but our circumstances have added, but I think it was even pro, pro, pre, good grief, (laughs) pre-COVID that just the modern lifestyle has isolated us. We're not operating in community the way people did in previous generations. Right. Yeah. And I think you just got to see us as a game to play and try to figure out how to play it, uh, this whole hospitality game. And so I think we have hit a new level. We're like, you know what? We just need to reach out and connect with people. So we're kind of creating our own formula about how to connect with people in a way that's COVID appropriate. Right. (laughs) Right. And we've been on this journey, you know, practicing hospitality pretty much since we got married. Um, That was always something that, because you saw it so much growing up, it was really important for you to do. Um, And so as we've done it, you know, I think that we just need to address, in addition to any kind of crazy um, pandemic element that's there, that there's a belief, and it's just a lie, that we have to have a perfect house and that all of our food has to be the best food possible and that kind of thing in order for us to host anything. Um, and early in our marriage, when we were just living on a shoestring budget, a lot of times I would just fix a big pot of soup, not really knowing how many people might swing by. And I knew I could always add more water to the soup and I would bake a loaf of bread. So it was super simple. And I learned from a friend who said, if someone comes over to your house and they have time to see the dirt, they have time to pick up the broom and sweep it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good. And there were times like now that we live so far out, we don't have this much, but there was times we'd have four or five extra people just show up for dinner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right, right. We were, that was before we even, uh, you know, that was way before we had any teenagers or anything. But now we live so rural, we have to be very intentional. And sometimes we haven't been because we've just been busy. And honestly, our meals and our hangout time with our family is just, like I mean it in a positive way, but it's it's a, it's a circus sometimes. <laughs> right. It just is, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so I think the first step in practicing the art of hospitality is just to acknowledge that what happens when you do this doesn't look like a page out of Better Homes and Gardens magazine. No, right, right. And that, yeah, you just got to go out and hang out with your friends, just like, just like you did back in the day. <laughs> like back in the day when you would just go hang out with your friends, right? You would just, after school... High school, can you remember that that far back? It seems like ages ago. Or college. Like, it wasn't an event. You know, it was just what you did. You just spent time, and the whole point was not to impress people or to have a certain formula. It was about just hanging out and being, you know, just sharing life together. And I think that's a hospitality that we are, we need to start practicing more. Just that hangout quality time. So I think that the thing that I've discovered is that it really has more to do with my intention than it does the location or the food or anything like that. And when we talked in a previous episode about Huga and that culture of unity where everyone is just coming together and you know it's just going to be a short time, but the whole purpose is just to enjoy being and kind of just that coziness of being together. So then... 
obviously, you have to say, well, how in the world can I practice that in a time where people are being quarantined? And I think that the answer is fall. This is such an amazing season coming up for people who live in a climate where we do, where we experience all four seasons. Because fall offers this, it's not too hot most of the time, um, but you can be outside and you can hang out. And out in the country where we live, you know, lots of just campfires and, you know, having s'mores and hot dogs, bonfires, camping, all of these things that allow you to have that really sweet hangout time still in an outdoor environment where spacing is more natural. Right. I definitely agree. I think summer, people get all excited about the 4th of July. Like, oh, let's do whatever we do on the 4th of July. I'm like, it's so hot. <laughs> it's so hot and just miserable. <laughs> We're like, no, nah, let's just stay in the AC, which I, my theory is that's why COVID has still had high numbers. Because in the AC, you're like not exposing the virus to anything <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> the virus is like, oh, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> Not that that's what viruses say, but that's what I think they say. Right. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think just fit it to what your family likes to do. Um, it doesn't have to be like rocket science that we're talking about. Um, and we know that. Like, I'm just saying for us, we know it doesn't have to be this grand thing. But just for us, all eight of us to get somewhere or to invite someone, it seems like it turns into an event for us. Right. <laughs> so there is some planning. And... I don't know if you're going to talk about this, but like each person needs to have their assignment. I feel like there needs to be a pattern. Like for our family, there has to be a pattern of hospitality, meaning these are your jobs. When we have someone come over, kid A needs to do this one. Kid B needs to do this and they need to be responsible. And that, I think it builds that teamwork. You you know what I mean? Right. And one person just doing hospitality usually makes one person very frustrated. (laughs) Yes. And usually that spills over after everyone leaves. The other person hates you and hates life. Yes. I've read about that in a book. Yeah, I'm sure you have. (laughs) And that was one thing that we talked about that was, you know, unique to the Huga culture too, is that everyone helps. Everyone pitches in so you don't have just one person totally burned out. But I think what we've learned too is that there are some really practical steps that we can take that help everyone to enjoy the process more and just simple things like the menu like just say you know everybody bring a dish do it potluck style or say we're just going to get pizzas or we're just going to do hot dogs and marshmallows and call it a night you know just simplifying that menu soup is if you want to stay halfway healthy and then just do soup (laughs) yes you just throw stuff in the crock pot and tell people that they could bring drinks and crackers and just super, super simple. And then using paper products, which we do a whole lot that's very earth friendly, but I feel like this is just a sanity saver, (laughs) is that if you are going to practice hospitality, just go ahead and use the paper plates, use the, you know, throw away utensils, throw away cups, whatever, so that one person, again, isn't stuck at the end washing up a whole bunch of dishes. Right, because we've we've had events at our house with all eight of us, plus another or two large families. It, it's not fun. Cleanup is not fun. <laughs> you have so much trash. You have so, you know, the counters are literally full of dishes. You know what I mean? Like, if you, and we both look at each other and be like, we're not doing this for a long time. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, just even on the practical level of, 
once we have a large, I mean, we already have a large family. If we invite a few others, I just don't have that many dishes. Right. You know, so then you just don't have the stress of worrying about that. The next thing I think is just having really realistic expectations, particularly if you're practicing hospitality and there are children involved. Right. Like you just can't plan it out to be an adult enjoyable agenda, which would mean like a leisurely meal and chatting afterwards. Right. So if you have kids, you've got to come up with a game plan for what the kids are going to be able to do. And it could be, you know, anything. They can be playing outside, playing tag. You could have a movie for them. You could have a game for them, whatever. But you have to realize that the different people in the group are going to have different needs. And I think you can take that all the way up to the older side of the spectrum, too. Like when we practice hospitality and we have grandparents and great grandparents involved, then, you know, we're making sure that things are set up so that they're not having to go up too many stairs. We make sure things wrap up because they don't like to be out after dark. You know, just thinking through ahead of time, what do I know are going to make person XYZ more comfortable? Right. And that, cause that's the whole point about hospitality. It's not about you and your house. It's about them and them feeling connected to you with you. And it's not about what, what, I mean, it is about what we do in the sense of we prepare the place, but when they come, it's really all about them and it's about hanging out and being just allowing them to that other person or family to come and just kind of experience your your world, you know, but on their terms, if that makes sense. Um, so it, it's really good. And I tell you, it's really good for our kids to learn how to practice hospitality. <laughs> it is. And even the small things, you know, even like they now know that they are not supposed to just dart to the head of the line when we, when we have the meal, you know, have the food time. They know they're supposed to just stay on, stay on their bottoms and allow the guests to go ahead and then come through. But that didn't happen without some training and some discussion. Right, right, yeah. After they push their way to the front of the line. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then one other thing that you can be conscious of, I feel like, as the host, is just trying to guide conversation and things in such a way that you're just not talking about controversial things. You're not, you know, comparing, having that competition thing, which I think a lot of us do in the back of our minds anyway. But if we can just be intentional about keeping the conversation focused on things that are unifying, then it just is a more enjoyable experience for everyone. Yeah. And we've had people either from work or from different things. We're like, hey, we want to invite you over, but you can only come over if you will not talk about and whatever the topic was like with work. You know, like we were like, we're not talking here. We're not coming here to talk about work and things we don't like or things that we love or, you know what I mean? Like those are just off limits. And I was like, if you can't do that, you can't come. <laughs> like, and I was, it was kind of like, okay, ha, ha, ha. but it was like serious, you know? And we just had an awesome time. We had multiple awesome times like that because we just said, hey, we want to hang out with you as a person. This is not like an extra work meeting, you know? So it's just awesome because that person's free then to to be you know we you actually get to find out who that other who that person is better when you're not talking to them about a topic that gets them all stirred up if that makes sense or both of you stirred up right absolutely if that makes sense <laughs> yeah so i think as we kind of wrap up my favorite story about hospitality ever is one that i read about abraham lincoln and so he had guests that came in 
to, I don't know, I don't even know if the White House existed then, wherever he lived. Um, and so one of them was a very, you know, backcountry fella. And so he came in, and when they served the tea, being the country gentleman that he was, or guy that he was, he poured his tea into the saucer, which was, you know, considered like a really redneck thing to do and whatever. And Lincoln noticed that several other people there were snickering and, you know, making comments. So Lincoln took his tea and poured it into the saucer and drank it from the saucer as well. And I just thought that was such a great picture of, you know, the role of the host is to make people feel comfortable. You should tell that story at the beginning. That's a good story. It is a good story. Do you know why he pours tea into the saucer? I don't know. I think it cools it off yeah, faster. You just get more air exposure. Yeah, cool. Great story. All right. Thank you so much, guys. We would love to hear if you do practice hospitality and what modifications. If you do pour your tea in the saucer, let us know. <laughs> Maybe you can tell us there's another great benefit of doing so. All right. You can connect with us on our Facebook page if you look for the Less Stress Family on Shauna's Instagram account, which is Shauna Cherie Wood, or on our website, lsfpodcast.com. I hope that you have a blessed day. And most of all, I hope that you remember that you are valuable and what you do matters. Matters.